And I'm tired of seeing good people with good messages and good intentions struggle because there's enough to go around. Like, honestly, we could change the 10-10-80 rule if all of us made the choices of the top 10%. Welcome, everybody. This is For the Love of Money, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success by sharing the tools, tips, and stories of those who have already made it. My name is Chris Harder, and each week I will bring you incredible guests in order to prove that when good people make good money, they do great things. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another mini episode of For the Love of Money episodes that I like to call my two cents. And today I'm weighing in my two cents on what I call the 10 10 80 rule. And it has everything to do with you if you are selling. Anything. If you're an entrepreneur, or even if you're a salesman of sort where you get 100% commission or any kind of commission. So basically, almost everybody listening to this podcast, this rule applies to you. And you probably actually haven't heard it before. So have you ever wondered why some people are selling out all of their events or crushing their book launch or selling like 100 to 1 more courses than you? Or, you know, always raking in the huge commissions while you struggle to make ends meet. No matter what your business is, no matter what you're selling as an influencer, as an entrepreneur, as an expert, as an author, as a coach, as an employee, no matter what role leads you to selling and you have to sell to make money, it's because of this rule the 10 10 80 rule. And here's what it means. It's very simple. 10% of you will make the bulk majority of all the money. Spoiler alert. 10% of you will make the bulk majority of all the money. 10% of you are going to get rich, really rich, doing what all of us are trying to do. Another 10% of you will make a decent living. And I do mean decent. I don't mean good. I don't mean great. I don't mean bad. I mean decent. It'll be good supplemental income or it'll be your main gig and you're not going to get rich off of it, but you know, you'll know you bring in a mediocre amount of money and it'll be consistent enough where you continue to do it. So 10% of you will make a decent living. And then 80% of you will continue to struggle. 80% of you are going to barely get by or make almost nothing at all, despite giving your best effort. Wow, right? I mean, some of you are cheering right now, and some of you are totally depressed right now. This is not doom and gloom, okay? I'm going to take this somewhere very educational for you. But first, you got to know the facts, and you have to know what category you're in. So I'm sure you're placing yourself in one of these categories right now. Are you in the first 10%? That's going to make the bulk majority of all the money. So like we all know that if you've been listening to the show that there's not a set amount of money to go around, but just pretend, just pretend that there was only $1,000 to go around for all of us to share. 10% of you are going to make most of that thousand. Another 10% of you will get just a little sliver of that thousand and make a decent living. 
And 80% of you, eight out of 10 of you listening will fight for and share the scraps. The scraps, barely getting by, making no good return on your effort. Now, you might sit there right now and say, this isn't fair. But it's just the way things go. And you get to choose and you get to control which one of these categories you want to end up in. So if you're in the 80% that's working your tail off and just struggling and, and really not making any money at all in your industry, then start working towards that 10% that are making a good living. That's your first step. And if you're in that 10% that are making a good living, but you're looking up at the 10% that are raking in the bulk majority of the money, then that's your next stop. You're going to do the things to get to that top 10% that are making all of the money. And it's not because there's only a set amount to go around, by the way. Go listen to my other episodes. I've proven that wrong a thousand times. That's not why this is. It's because of human nature. And don't worry, I'm going to share what you need to do to get to that top 10%. And all of you can do it. These are very easy things to do. So if anything, this is like a wake-up call to figure out what category you're in and what category you're working towards next. It's like your first introduction to this 10-10-80 rule. You don't have to like the playing field, but if we're all on the same playing field, then we're all playing by the same rules and you get to choose if you're going to be part of the team that wins the game or not. I mean, I see this all the time in every single industry that I've been in and every single industry that I observe. Any industry where you're 100% responsible for earning your own way and selling your goods adheres to this 10-10-80 rule. Realtors, I see it all the time, 10% are getting wildly rich off of selling homes or investing in homes. 10% are making a decent living at it. And 80% of realtors, they are not even making enough to live full-time, barely getting by. But they show up to work each day, kind of. Mortgage lenders. Remember, I owned part of a mortgage bank. And before that, I worked for the world's biggest bank. Any kind of lender out there that's all commission, same thing. 10-10-80 rule. 10% are getting rich off of it. I'm friends with the number one female loan officer in the whole United States. She is so awesome. And I know why she's number one in the whole United States. Because of the traits I'm about to teach you. But same thing, any lenders, 10% will get rich. 10%, you'll make a decent-ish living. 80% of you, you're going to struggle or barely make anything at all. Network marketers. There's a lot of things about the network marketing industry I love. But 10% of you are going to get very rich doing it. 10% of you will make a good living or have a great side hustle. And 80% of you are going to struggle or barely make any money at all, if anything. Car salesmen. When I got booted out of school, I went and worked for a great big dealership. And I quickly rose to the top. By my third month there, this 21-year-old punk kid was the top salesperson out of almost 30 salespeople. Why? Because of what I'm about to teach you. But when I look back at that industry and all the people I knew in it, all the people I worked with, 10% of us made a ton of money. 10% made a good enough living where it wasn't worth quitting and 80% struggled and barely got by. 
Podcasters, same thing. Coaches, same thing. Influencers, same thing. You name it. And this is not doom and gloom. It's a wake-up call so that you can choose what category you are going to end up in when we are done with this episode. And I'm going to teach you what to do to get there. The best thing I could possibly teach you guys are the common traits of the top 10% that are making all the money. So I'll be honest, even though your next stop might be that middle 10% where you're making a decent living, that should not be your end-all be-all. If your goal is not to be in that top 10%, then, then I'm not really speaking to you, to be honest. But if your goal is not, to not be in that top 10% and have a, a life full of abundance, then you're listening to the wrong podcast. Honestly, like at this point, I would just turn it off and go listen to something lovely. But if your goal is to be in that top 10% that's making all the money because you can't change the rule, so you might as well change your habits, then this next part is for you. So the common traits of the top 10% that are making all the money. Number one, collaborating, networking, and relationship building. This isn't a maybe. This isn't like an extra. This is a must. I watch my friends, my friends not collaborate enough, not make an effort at sharing other people's stuff, not networking enough, not leaving their home and getting out to different events to meet new like-minded people that they can collaborate with enough, not building enough relationships. They wake up, they work really hard by themselves, and they wonder why they're not getting ahead. It's because the top common trait of the top 10%, even if you're an introvert, because by the way, Lori and I are introverts, is collaborating, networking, and relationship building. You must wake up every day with the intention to do this, with a plan to do this. You must force yourself to collaborate, to network, to relationship build, or you're going to be in that lower 90%, right? The 80% that are making nothing or the 10% barely getting by. The next common trait of the top 10%, accepting 100% extreme responsibility. No matter what happens, it didn't happen to me. I happened to me. If you go far enough back from any single event that you think, quote, happened to you, you'll see where you became responsible for it. Now, for some of you right now, you're playing the role of a victim. When you play the role of a victim, you're giving up control. When you give up control, you're giving up your chances at being in that top 10%. When you wake up every day saying, I control the outcome, no matter what the circumstances, I control the outcome, no matter what events may pop up in my way. Those are the ones that get to share in that top 10% making all the money. So for example, when the recession happened and Lori and I lost everything, the recession did not happen to me. I happened to me. I could have saved more. I could have set more aside. I could have had other income streams instead of just one of them. There's all sorts of different ways that I happened to me because plenty of my friends got rich in the recession. Extreme responsibility. 100% of that outcome, knowing that that's up to you, is definitely a top common trait of the top 10%. A hustle. That others aren't willing to do. A sweaty, tiring, uncomfortable hustle that others aren't willing to do or don't yet know how to do because they may not know what to be doing or how consistently to do it. 
is definitely a trait of the top 10%. If you got to look in on what our days look like, what one of my work days looks like, and if you're not in that top 10% in your industry, and you looked in on what I'm doing, it'd probably blow your mind. It'd freak you out at first, and then it would inspire you. You can't go by Instagram stories alone, because if I just showed me going from phone call to phone call to phone call, to meeting, to meeting, to meeting, to writing content, to doing everything packed into a schedule that is organized down to the minute, well, that wouldn't be any fun to follow. And heck, it's so down to the minute, I don't have time to post that in my stories. But if you could look in on what we do, how often we do it, when we do it, and how well scheduled it is, you'd realize what a real hustle on your work days during your work hours looks like. Now, let me be clear. A common trait of the top 10% is not overworking. It's not working seven days a week. Once in a while, you might be in a season that calls for something like that. But no, that is not a common trait of the top 10. It's when they are in season, when they are in their hustle, when it is a work day and when it is business hours. They are doing a hustle that makes yours look like a nap. And it's not a judgment. Remember, these are the common traits of the top 10% if you want to get there. The next one, the top 10% who are earning everything, they have a consistency muscle that is like no other. Like they have an eight pack of consistency. I'm serious. Follow through and follow up are their superpowers. And this is a superpower that anybody can develop. You can't tell me that you can't be better at follow through and turn that into something that comes naturally for you. You can't tell me that following up is something that you can't do, that you can't turn into a strength for you. It's a choice. It's a habit you build. It's an organizational system that you build. I am not an organized individual. But my consistency muscle and my follow-through and my follow-up are amazing. And the next trait of the top 10% that are making all the money, it's a knowing that their sales don't come from one home run, but from tons of base hits. There's not one Instagram Live that's going to sell all your tickets. There's not one great email that's going to sell out your event or sell all your e-courses. There's not one influencer that, oh, if they posted for me, then I'm going to get all the sales I've been seeking, sell all my products. There's not one relationship that's going to do it for you. The top 10% making all the money know that all of their sales are coming a little bit from each source. And they have many, many, many sources, many irons in the fire in order to develop these sales. So when we sell something, when we sell an e-course, when we sell an event, we sell some from our podcast. We sell some from our mailing list. We sell some from our messenger lists. We sell some from our affiliates. We sell some from our tribe who shares for us. We sell some from selling at live events where we go speak. We sell some from, like you get the picture. We don't hit one home run by sending out a magical email with really good sales copy. Really good sales copy and sending out emails is one slice of the pie, but you must 
be participating in every single slice in this pie called sales, getting a few sales here, a few sales there, a few sales here, a few sales in order to create massive sales. And too many of you are like, well, I announced it on my podcast and the tickets didn't come in. Well, I hired someone to do my sales copy and I sent out the email, but my course isn't selling. There's not one way that you sell things. You must sell things in many ways. And it's this knowing that it takes many resources and many attempts in order to create sales that the top 10% share. And the last one is this. The last common trait of the top 10% is heavy duty investing in themselves. Heavy duty. Now, heavy duty means heavy duty to you, by the way. So just because I spend over 100 grand a year on self-development doesn't mean that you're, in, you know, you're screwed until you can spend $100,000 on self-development. It means heavy duty for you and your budget where you're at right now. Not being afraid to part with that money. Not being afraid to part with that time. Not being afraid to part with that energy. Not being afraid to take a risk. Some work out, some don't. So what? What's next? Heavy duty investing in themselves is what makes the top 10%, the top 10% that's making all the money while you work just as hard as them and you struggle to get by. You see, you're not lacking hard work. You're lacking the game plan. You're not lacking like blood, sweat, and tears. I know you're putting that in. I applaud you. You're lacking the secrets that we all know. And most of us share them for free if you're willing to listen and implement them. But investing the time, the money, the energy, the pain, the fear, the resources, year after year, month after month, week after week, all year long is what the top 10% do. So when you're thinking you're going to figure it out on your own, when you're thinking that, oh, you're just going to keep trying until it finally clicks. You are taking the long and lonely and slow route to success. You are probably very likely in that 80% that's working really hard and making nothing. So why am I talking about this? What sparked this subject? Well, I'll tell you. Right now, I am watching so many friends try to fill their events try to sell their courses, try to sell their masterminds, try to sell their books that they worked so hard to write, trying to launch their podcast, you name it. I'm watching so many friends and acquaintances and people that I I don't know, but I love on Instagram and on Facebook. Try and sell their message but they are failing. I get DM after DM after DM or text after text after text. Why isn't my event selling? Why isn't my book selling? What am I doing wrong? Listen, all of you have a great message and all of you deserve to get your message out there in a grand, grand way. And the people who need your message deserve to hear it. But why do I have one friend who is selling 1,500 tickets easily to her event and 10 other friends struggling to sell out a 100-seat or a 200-seat event? 
Is it that the, the one friend who's selling 1,500 tickets easily is like more talented or has a better message or has cuter colors than the other people? Nope. Because I know all these people intimately. It's because that one friend knows how to sell. That one friend knows how to plan. That one friend knows where to invest their money and where not to. That one friend knows which levers to pull. While the other 10 friends, even though we share it, they're not pulling the right levers or they're not listening to what you're supposed to do or they haven't sat, sat down to make their game plan. They're not looking at a map. Instead, they're just running around in the dark saying, well, I'm running really hard. I'm sweating. Why aren't my tickets selling? And I'm tired of seeing good people with good messages and good intentions struggle because there's enough to go around. Like, honestly, we could change the 10-10-80 rule if all of us made the choices of the top 10%, right? The collaborating, networking, relationship building, the 100% responsibility, the hustle that others aren't willing to do, the consistency muscle, building that up, the follow-up, the follow-through, the knowing that your sales come from many sources, not one, the heavy-duty investing in yourself all year, not just once per year. If we all actually did that, we would change the 10 10 80 rule. But we're all not doing that. And that's why the 10 10 80 rule exists. That's why 80 of you are making nothing, even though you're working your tails off. And 10% of you are barely getting by. You're making a decent ish living while you're working your tails off. And why 10% of us are rolling in the dough, baby, because we're doing the things that we're trying to share with you. So, if your next very logical question is, well, okay, I've got an event, I've got a message. I want to build a mastermind. I want to build a big event where all the women come from all over the land and, and hear me speak. I want to do a book tour. I want to do a book launch. I want to do a podcast launch. I want to get my message out there. But I'm scared to speak or I don't know how to start or I don't know what the map is or I don't know who I should turn to or I don't know what step one is or I've done step one, two, and three, but nothing's happening for me. Then you have got to go check out the brand new train the trainer event that my wife, Lori Harder, and her friend, Lindsay Schwartz, just launched. They're taking a very small handful of you. And they're saying, if you have a message and you want to put it into an event in any form whatsoever, then they are going to teach you how to build it, how to sell it, how to teach at it, how to speak from stage how to get sponsors, how to sell it out, how to get part of it comped, how to get swag bags, how to get the word out for five days straight. You're going to lock arms. You're going to practice on a stage. You're going to collaborate. You're going to meet new like-minded people that also have events that they want to get out there or that they've tried to get out there in the past that have failed. Everyone has been begging Lori to reveal the secrets why her Bliss Project sells out every single year with, with, you know, with ease. And why Lindsay Schwartz's event, even though she's new to the event world, sells out the past couple of years as a breeze. It's because they're using a formula that they're willing to share. But most people aren't willing to go sit down and practice the formula. If you listen to all of our podcast stuff, if you follow us online, we give the formulas away for free. But there's a difference between knowing the formula and practicing the formula. 
standing up in front of the room and practicing and getting feedback, coming up with your marketing plan in front of the room and getting feedback, coming up with your event structure in front of the room and getting feedback. That's what practice looks like. It's the same way. It's the same reason that NFL teams practice instead of just handing out a playbook and showing up on Sunday. We'll hand you the playbook. No problem. Here you go. Good luck. But it's the practice and the coaching and the feedback that makes or breaks your ability to sell out an event. It's why Angie Lee sells 1,500 tickets, no problem, to her event, even though it's only the second one she's ever done. It's why we fill the Bliss Project, no problem, with women from eight different countries every single year. And it's why so many other people, even though we've handed over the playbook, are selling 20 tickets out of 200, 40 tickets out of 100, and wondering, why not me? So listen, if you have an event of any kind inside of you, whether you've already done one, whether you're planning one, or whether you've always wanted to do it, whether it's a book launch coming up, a book tour, whether it's a podcast tour, whether it's an inspirational event, whether you want to be a motivational speaker, whether you want to launch a mastermind, we've made over $4 million just on events alone, not counting anything else, just events. And we're going to share with you exactly how. My wife and her incredibly talented friend, Lindsay, are going to sit in a room with you lock arms with you for five days in the second week of October and not only hand you the playbook, but make you practice the playbook and give you the feedback. So if this is for you, go check it out at eventlove, and that's L-U-V.com. It's the cutest branding ever. You got to go check it out. Eventlove, L-U-V.com. Because it's, there's only room when it's this hands-on for a small amount of people. And it's going to sell out really quickly. And it's coming up quickly because it's in the second week of October. And we just announced it yesterday. So go check it out. Eventloveluv.com. If you have any kind of event new and you want not just the playbook, but the actual forum to practice and get feedback in. We can't wait to work with you. It's going to be incredible. And thanks for listening. Because when you crack the code on this, then you too are going to make all this money. And you know what happens. When good people make good money, they do great things. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.